Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. My name is Jed. How are you guys doing on this Monday afternoon? It's finally getting cold down here in Louisiana. I don't like it. If I wanted cold weather, I would not live in the South. But that's uh, that's my cross to bear, I guess. Um, how's everybody doing? Good? Good, I'm assuming? Uh, we had some really good bonus episodes this week, by the way. And just a reminder to get those patreon.com backslash church and other drugs for as little as a dollar you can get all those um me he lately the incarnation is me heath dills and tyler wicks have formed what we call the raccoon crew and we're just doing that now talking about stuff um kind of uh, an extension of today's episode we get into like satanism and uh cartoons oddly enough um, I wanted to, you know, in, in sadder news, uh, the great Stan Lee has passed away, uh, Excelsior, my friend. I mean, he was 95 years old, which is insane. Um, and apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently what's sad is like recently this, um, somebody like his law who some of his caretaker had been like taking advantage of him or trying to steal money or something like that elder abuse is the worst kind of well it's all abuse is bad but uh that's shitty don't be taking advantage of stan lee shame on you but uh, what i also thought was interesting this week uh kind of in i don't know if it's news actually but in the uh the drug world so I'm always interested in, and if you go way back to um, my episode with Norman Oler, the dude that wrote the book Blitz, uh, Drugs in the Third Reich, um, just all about drugs in wartime. So there was, there is like a drug that is being used in Syria and overseas, and apparently it's, it's air quotes, the terrorist drug. It's uh, super abused and used by a lot of suicide bombers. It's called Captagon. So, being the drug nerd that I am, I had to go look all into this stuff. Um, it is something, the, it's called Captagon, um, obviously. Uh, and the chemical name is phenethylene hydrochloride. Um, and it's an amphetamine. Um, but it is, what, this one apparently is uh, way more boosting concentration, physical performance... And, uh, quote, one uh, terrorist they organized said, quote, I feel like I own the world, like I have power, nobody has, a really nice feeling. Uh, quote, there was no fear anymore after I took Captagon. Um, so it's becoming a big deal in the Middle East, and they keep having um, giant seizures. Um, not like gigantic seizures, but confiscations of the drug if you will um i don't know pretty interesting i don't know why i find well i do know why i find drugs so interesting but drugs in wartime i guess it makes a little more sense to how because there was a what well, was one of the recent paris attacks there was a bunch of eyewitness accounts about how the bombers or the assailants were just super calm and they had a very blank stare uh, so it makes more sense to me how people, it's just like uh, kamikaze pilots in Japan were given uh, methamphetamine 
not all of them, but a very large majority, and that kind of gave them the extra edge to be able to be kamikaze pilots. And even back to Viking times, the whole uh, a berserker, quote-unquote, was um, Vikings would eat, uh, I think, Amanita muscara mushrooms or a certain type of mushroom over there in the Nordic countries, which would send them into a berserker state and that's when they would you know either go in naked covered in animal pelts covered in blood and just rush into battle and kill people but it's always interesting to me that people need to be high to commit these acts of horror i guess they don't need to be high but it certainly helps to uh you know take the edge off if you're about to do some horrible things um yeah, all in all, amphetamines, bad news. Bad news for everyone involved. That's, I think, after, well, I would like to say after the opiate epidemic, God willing that it, it something happens that it gets better. Uh, I think we need to tackle benzos after that, Xanax, I'm looking at you, and then after that we need to do something about amphetamines. But that one's so widely used by... Students, journalists, politicians, moms, dads, just it's, you know, amphetamine is America's drug, has been since the 50s and 60s, well before that, but especially then, we need to do something about that, because it's really making people crazy. Um, I did on the movie front, uh, Jed's movie recommendation of the week, I saw Beautiful Boy, and if any of y'all are familiar with the story... It's um, Nicholas Sheff and David Sheff, so it's a father and son. Nick wrote a book called Tweak, Growing Up on Methamphetamines, and his dad, David, wrote a book called Beautiful Boy about his, uh, basically his experience of his son going through the addiction through his eyes, and his son obviously wrote his own, like a memoir about what it was like being addicted to meth in L.A. and San Francisco. Um, A really, really good movie, and it really portrayed um addiction and how it affects the family and how it's not glamorous how it just turns people completely into a different person um I had to text my mom afterwards and give her the cry face emojis and I was like god it it hit so many beats that happened in my life like having to show up at hospitals for overdoses um stealing from the family uh letting the siblings down um there was a scene where he gets a girlfriend hooked on meth. It was just very, it was hard to watch a couple times. I don't know if that'll ever go away for me whenever I see someone shoot up or see basically what I've gone through in my own life. Uh, it's really like physically affecting to me, but it was a very, very good movie. So I recommend that. And then on the opposite spectrum, I saw Overlord, which if you like, Nazis and zombies go see that too um today though we have one of my most favorite conversations in a long time I have Dan Smots on from the system is down podcast and I brought him on to kind of just have a conversation with him but I wanted to talk uh conspiracies and specifically satanic and occult imagery in movies and we start there but we go a little bit of everywhere, so just bear with me. Don't uh, if you don't like conspiracies, then I'll see you next week. But if you are into any of that, you know, just listen. Keep an open mind. It's it's fun. I had a good time and enjoy the show. People send me an email, 
churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Uh, I love interacting with you guys. And if you join the Patreon, you can join the Facebook group. Word of mouth is still the best way to spread the word. So please tell your friends, tell your parents, uh, tell your wives, tell your kids. And I'll see you next time. Dan Smots. Uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, from the sis Dan Smots, I had a whole Dom Smotes joke I was going to use, but obviously I threw that out the window. Um, from the System <laughs> is Down up, podcast. What's going on, buddy? Not much. How's it going, man? It is going good. Where? What state are you in? I'm in Illinois. Illinois. So it's, yeah. it's it's I was about to say it finally got cold in the deep south. I'm in Louisiana, but it's probably nice. been snowing where you are, huh? Oh, uh, we actually haven't had too much snow. We had our first snow a couple days ago. It hasn't been too bad really. What part of Illinois? <clears throat> uh kind of northwesternish, you know, not Chicago. The yeah, the rest that, of Illinois. That's where I'm from. <laughs> that was that, that was the the basic question. Like yeah. <laughs> is there anything besides Chicago? No, I'm out in the middle of a cornfield, so you know. Oh, nice. The closest interesting thing to me is uh, a cornfield. Yep. Is it is it a famous cornfield? No. No. <laughs> we are pretty close to uh, where Field of Dreams was shot, though. Hey, there we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, Claim we, to fame, baby. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't even think I've ever even watched that all the way through. That's one of those movies that I I am guilty of quoting movies that I've never seen. There's so yeah. many. I just feel like I don't even have to at this point. Like I get the plot. <laughs> I know the the whole. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been spoiled a million times over. So what's right. the point? <laughs> um. So how Bruce long Willis you... is dead at the end of Sixth Sense. Just, just that, saying. <laughs> my that I. So funny you brought that up, and it's a running joke now with me. It's not a running joke. It's a, it's a running resentment between me and my dad because when I was 13 years old, he came home and he was like, "Oh man, you got to see this movie, The Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis is a ghost." And I was like, gee, thanks, Pop. Like, There's no it. point to the movie if you go into it knowing that. <laughs> I know. And like, I've never forgiven him for that. And he keeps, yeah. he still does it to this day. He'll text me and be like, oh, I just saw this great movie and this is what happened. I was like, Dad. Still a, still a point of contention when you get together for holidays. You're like, Dad, screw you, man. Screw I, you. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't let him forget it. Yep. <laughs> um, so tell me about your show. Tell the Tell the congregation about your show, rather. Sure. My show um, basically started out of the idea of bar talk. I would be sitting right Oh, sorry. Let me mute all my shit here first. Uh, do you cuss in your podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Are you talking like bar talk, the bat from Anastasia? I'm not. Okay. No. 
<laughs> no, uh, my, I mean, I was into like conspiracies, politics, and religion. All these, all these things that most people avoid. Most people don't like talking about because it makes them uncomfortable. Um, for one reason or another, a lot of it, I think a lot of it has to do with people not knowing a lot about th- these things and they're afraid to look stupid so they don't want to talk about it, uh, which is fine. I don't talk down to anybody, but uh, I, w- I would have some drinks and get into these deep theological conversations as people do, or I'd get into conversations about politics or conspiracies and stuff like that and got to the point where uh, I was like, you know, why am I not like sharing these conversations with the world? And um, it started out as uh, – Basically that, it was me and a couple of my friends just sitting around chatting about that type of thing. And then it kind of has evolved into me uh, uh, turning it into kind of a solo interview show where I have on guests that are uh, kind of experts in some of these different fields and uh, bringing on different people. Not Preferably not people that I agree with because I'm looking to expand my knowledge and expand other people's knowledge too and just show different stories and different walks of life that people have gone through and uh, – how they've come to different conclusions than I've come to. How do you go about uh, disagreeing with people? Like in what way? Because that's a re- that's a super. I really like that premise because mm-hmm. a lot of people do just set out to either. I I don't like when people will just uh, outright like shut down someone if they disagree with them or just be right. like, yeah, that's that's interesting, but that's just completely false. Like, do you just kind of like, what's your are you how much of an open mind are you keeping? I guess like or sure. I guess the, an easier question: Has your mind gotten changed on something that you were vehemently against? Um, not exactly. <laughs> I, I would say I keep an open mind. Uh, the show in general isn't like debates or anything. It's uh, like I'll have people on. Like I had a guy who's an occultist witch on a couple weeks ago, and I was like. I, I had to preface with, you know, I'm a Christian and everything. I, I believe different than you, and that's totally fine. I'm not going to try and witness to you or anything. I'm not bringing you on here to try and change your mind or for you to even change my mind. I'm having you on so you can just share your story and share – like explain to me this what this thing is because I don't know what this thing is, and you do. You've gone through that path, and I'm over here like this conspiracy Christian guy who's like, oh, that's bad. That's evil. Um, tell me why you don't think that's evil, and – uh, I mean, it's not so much debates, really. Uh, when it is like debates and stuff like that, I, I just try to keep as open mind as possible. And I, I, one of the main points that I try to drive home on my show is that you know the person that you disagree with is not your enemy. Like mm-hmm. the person that you disagree with on some stupid political point. <clears throat> Uh, like if you're a Republican, the Democrats really aren't trying to destroy the country, I don't believe. And if you're a Democrat, the Republicans really aren't trying to destroy the country. We all just have different – we all want what's best for the country. We just disagree on what that is. Sure. What? So tell me about your your Christianity. So like what was your upbringing? Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a uh, – uh, Fundamentalist, Pentecostal, Christian pastor. Oh, so, so hallelujah. Yes, I am. Um, yeah, I was raised uh, pretty strictly uh, thinking that everything that I don't understand is evil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, cussing is bad, obviously. Uh, drinking is evil and all this stuff. Even, well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't like to give my parents too much crap because my dad's dad was a pastor also, and he was even more. So, like, strict on this stuff, like no uh, no going to dances, no playing cards, no going to movies even because somebody might think you're going to a rated R movie. Like, the appearance of evil stuff that yeah. was, like, 
it was everything. It's like, how do you, how do you not appear evil? What, what appears as evil to you is me dressed in black appearing as evil is me being a human that was born into sin appearing as evil. Cause where, where's the line for that? Right. But yeah. Um, so, uh, as far as my upbringing goes, it was like, it was like that for the majority of it. Um, and my dad was against like metal music and heavy stuff because whatever tattoos and all these things that I have. Um, and I've, I kind of whittled away at him for a while and, uh, he eventually ended up, uh, taking us to Cornerstone and, um, nice. I, yeah. Which one? And, In Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Illinois. Yeah. We were like, I don't know, an hour and a half away, which was awesome. And we ended up going to that every single year after that. And then he actually ended up going, uh, on his own after I stopped nice. going. So, so, and I was in bands and stuff like that, and he, he supported that. And uh, I, 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 I mean, it's a testament to his, uh, his humanity that he could, you know, see that, hey, maybe I'm wrong about this, this thing that was so deeply ingrained into my being from birth. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, and I'm, I, I need to, like, have an open mind about it. So, yeah, yeah I'm trying to have cool. an even more open mind, but as you know, an open mind is the devil's playground. So, dangerous business here it, it sometimes <laughs> i feel like it is sometimes like because i i've gone i'd say in the past i don't know maybe well ever since i was a kid i've been a questioner and i i, I will yeah. uh, venture a guess that you're kind of the same way and it's like yeah. i'll go so far that eventually i'm just like there's just too much and especially since really the the internet in the information age, like really took off that. It's just like, I need like, okay, I'm ready to go back to give me some like basic <laughs> truths that I can go back right. and just chill on because I'm just, where do you get off the, the train? I, I mean, don't I know my, my, uh, I end every episode with question everything and stand comfortable. And I've had uh, a good friend of mine who's a Christian was like, so how, how far do you take that? And I was like, I'll take it out to its fullest conclusion. And he's like, you got to get off the train somewhere. And I was like, do I? I don't know. We're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well that's. Like, I'm willing to explore everything, but I, I do agree with you. There, are, there has to be like, I have to have resets sometimes. I have, yes. I have to be like, you know, I nothing. If nothing, if nothing is true and nothing is real, then what am I even doing here? Why, why do I even care? <laughs> right. Right. It's like that. That. That's that. That makes for a hard actual way of practical living. It, because right. it's obviously there are certain things that I do believe, like subconsciously or whatever. Are, are mm. there like certain all air quotes Christian truths that are undebatable in your mind. Um, undebatable. Not that might be a poor choice of words, but that you. Hmm. I guess. I guess the question is: It's like so. The things in in my mind that I am either unwilling to let go of, or if mm -hmm. if they ever if I ever did let go of them, I would be very scared to be like you know, <laughs> Jesus sure. is the Son of God. I guess we can just mm -hmm. land on that, die for my sins, that sort of thing. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm willing to explore <laughs> the alternatives to that. I, I've had guys on who talk about, like, uh, Jesus actually being a met metaphorical representation of us, and Jesus is us, and we are the Son of God, um, and that every, every, every time Jesus is pointed out, it's a metaphor. I'm willing to explore all those things. Um, I don't think that God is afraid of me questioning all those things. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything that I can think that he's gonna be like, "Wow, I, I can't believe you just thought that." <laughs> and uh, especially yeah, if I if true. I believe that he made me and he put this stupid brain in me and gave me the logic that I have, um, 
I do believe that there was a man named Yeshua, uh, aka Jesus, who uh, bless you, uh, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> um, who died and did all that stuff. I, I currently believe that. Yes, um, I would say that I definitely believe that there's a creator of some sort, and um, you know, I I don't. I don't need complete biblical inerrancy. I don't need complete biblical infallibility and all that stuff. I, I think it could be, but um, I've had some back and forths on that. And, of course, given my upbringing, I've had thoughts of, you know, if I don't believe that, then, you know, I'm going to hell or what have you. Um, and I've had bouts of atheism in my life even where I'm like, obviously none of this is true. But, yeah, uh, but, I, yeah. I tried that for, for a second, too. <laughs> It, yeah, we all do. <laughs> yeah, it didn't end well. What What's interesting, too, is, and I, I was pleased to learn that I wasn't alone on it, and I think that was part of, like, my genesis of really getting into conspiracies was that it's so interesting that there is a decent, I guess you could call it even a sect or a subset of Christians that are just way into conspiracies. <laughs> like, why yep. do you think that is? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the, I, I love conspiracies, love a good tale, love going down these rabbit trails. And uh, I mean, whether it whether these things are true or not, um, it's ba- digging into this stuff, given the Internet, it's ba- it makes the lay person like myself. It makes my life feel like national treasure. I'm like, oh, let's, let's yes. dig down this. Let's come up like. Got this, you know, yarn board on my wall, like tying the, the <laughs> dots together and shit like that. It's like, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, and the the stuff that people come up with, uh, they're not all psychos either. Most of these people are right. smarter than I am. Um, they're not just YouTubers from their basement, like living in their parents' basement or whatever. Uh, these are a lot of smart people that are doing a lot more research than I'll ever be able to do, and they're coming to conclusions that are crazy and uh why why christians are more <laughs> are kind of prone to be into it i don't know maybe it could be um i mean the the atheist side of me or whatever would be like well uh because you're willing to believe in something that you have no evidence for in god yeah and uh you know you you want the world to be more grand than it is you want it yes, to have this fast crazy meaning um maybe that's true i don't know yeah I think that I think that's where I think that's the conclusion I came to is, is especially like um, I think then this is like a bastardized Tolkien quote, but there someone like accused his uh, like the Lord of the Rings of being like escapist drivel, and like his yeah. response was like, "What's wrong with someone in prison wanting to escape that prison?" and just kind of like <laughs> seeing, you know, just like yeah, the behind the veil that there is something going on. And and I got into the more so I can't remember which I got into first, but I, I got into like government conspiracies for a while, and then I had to circle back around to. But okay, if uh, if God is real and if like God is in control, why would men even like have a chance of like usurping that thing? And then that led me back around to like Nephilim and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the rabbit hole I went down on that um, Genesis six stuff. Absolutely. I got on a, a, well, I guess I'm still kind of on it, but I got on a Nephilim kick for a while. I do hate it, though, when people I love uh, their work in conspiracies, when they'll hit a point 
that I'm like, oh, you just lost me. <laughs> like, you lost me. <laughs> I just can't get down with that. And then I start questioning everything you say. Yeah, Lizard yeah. people, I think, is, is my line. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true, but a certain type. <laughs> yeah, there are things that I... And I don't want to get into this yeah, too deeply yeah. uh, on the uh, the flat earth stuff. But that was that was my point where I'm like, nope, not touching it, not going there. And then it's like, click. Ah, yeah, oh, come on. No, <laughs> I, I've said I think my I'll still stand by my and whatever if this loses credibility. I, I think I said that I will give it like a point zero one percent chance of it being true. Like I'm not I, I won't say that it's completely impossible because my sure. my whole my favorite like thought experiment for a while was like, I mean, you can't like I've never been to space. Prove to me that it's real. I mean, really? Yep, yep. <laughs> Without this. using the government or NASA, which is part of the government, prove to me how space is real. Thank prove you. to me that that's, the Earth is round. That's what I'm saying. Can't. There we go. You can't <laughs> checkmate. We win. Um, but yeah, so today, since it is such a literally, it's every topic in the world when you're talking about conspiracies. Sure. Uh, I wanted to talk about um occult satanic esoteric symbolism in hollywood and movies and media okay that's a giant topic of its own it is and so we'll, <laughs> we'll just cover whatever we can cover and I, I was glad so you said that this was really one of the things that kind of got you into conspiracies probably it's hard to pinpoint the exact time that i fell off the sane wagon um but <laughs> It was probably somewhere around there. Somebody was sending me videos, and I had heard about this type of stuff, but hadn't really dug into it. And he was like, "Hey, check this out." I'm like, eh, "Yeah, I know all this stuff." And then you look into it; it's like, eh, "That mm, that's more than I was thinking that it was." And it just keeps going and going and going and going and going and going. Like, there's so 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 much of it that it's like, at some point, it's like, eh, I don't know. Is it all just coincidence? Is it all just Hollywood trying to troll us and make us think that there's some elaborate conspiracy? Or maybe is there something more to this? But, um, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the video was. I think it was just one of those, you know, showing all these celebrities doing the exact same hand signs and throwing up the pyramid eye whatever sign and the 666 OK sign over the eye and all that. And you'll start to look into that. And anybody can look into this stuff. It's not like you have to really dig. You just Google image search like uh, celebrities doing Illuminati hand sign and you'll come up with like endless pages of everybody doing this exact same thing. And it's like this is not a normal – I probably shouldn't do that on camera because somebody will take a screen capture and uh, assume that I'm some sort of shill or something. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like this is – that's not something that you just do in everyday life. It's not like they were – I mean, you'll have people who dig way too deep into this stuff, and if somebody's like sitting with their hands like this, like with the, their fingers together, it's like, oh, that's making an upside down yeah. pyramid, and everything's everything's crazy. Um, but like this, you have to go out of your way to do that, and it's on like album covers, magazine covers, all this stuff, and where you know he's that doing it's doing the uh, the OK symbol covering one eye, so right. the um, right. index finger, thumb, and then the three. Uh, digits what am i trying to say <laughs> then there's the fingers. other three fingers yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, that is, and it's it's it it's, and then there was that interesting thing about who was it? Uh, one of Beyonce's backup dancers that, and this this wasn't this also isn't something that you have to dig hard for, but she yeah. quit and was and went on that. It's her drummer. It was the drummer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and went on saying that she was heavily involved in witchcraft, or what was it? Yeah, she was saying that Beyonce was a witch, and she uh, was sexually harassing her through magic, and that she killed her kitten. Of course, in these stories, it never says if the kitten was killed through magic, or if she was like <laughs> sexual magic, and then she just broke the cat's neck or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, so well, there's some strange stuff there. <laughs> there is some strange stuff, and like. I'm fully willing to, yeah, on both sides of, like, it could, and I think it's probably a combination of everything, of, like, weird coincidences, uh, people being so rich and out of touch with reality that they're just, when you're free to do anything, eventually normal life might get pretty boring and you're just getting into some wacko shit. Uh, or it could be that it really is involved in some ritualistic stuff and that's part of how they acquired wealth and money and stuff right i thought i've been noticing recently and it could have just been and it probably was because of the halloween season but like this season of american horror story the chilling adventures of sabrina um just how they're like i think i've heard hail satan on tv more than i have in like and not just trump rallies (laughs) there it is um but it, it's like that's weird. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just, yeah. I don't know what to make of it, and it's just becoming so normalized. Right. What do you and, think about that? Yeah, it's uh, it's I I don't I don't even know. I mean, it it goes back to like Harry Potter and stuff like that. It's like you can you can scoff at it. Like my parents wouldn't let me read Harry Potter because it was glorifying witchcraft. And there's a part of me that's like, that's stupid, whatever. But then there's another part of me that's like, you are telling children that performing occult magic is a positive thing and you can use it to your benefit to gain what you want in the world. Um, like where's, where's the line between good and bad in that sense? If you're a, if you're a Christian. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I've definitely been making note of that too. I watched uh, most of the new season of American Horror Story. It's like it's really good. Holy though. crap! <laughs> well, uh, the, the, here, and that's, that's kind of what I wanted to bring. Screen is pretty good too. I, I got to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife loves that. I, I've only watched like one episode, and then yeah. I, I've been uh, following the Church of Satan lawsuit against them. I have. I was not aware. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, and this was funny, and I made the joke on a bonus episode because it's like. Welcome, like, I think the Church of Satan is officially a religion now because you are now offended by something in culture. Like, right. hey, welcome <laughs> to the club. Like, um, they, so on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, there was a shot of a Baphomet statue, and the Church of Satan is claiming that that is their literal copywritten image, and they're suing them for $150 million. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know you could uh, copyright an image of a deity or whatever it is. And, I'm pretty sure that, that dates back to exactly. That's what they're saying. Yeah, whatever. They're like, nope, it's ours. <laughs> that'd that'd be right. like us trying to sue someone for crosses. I guess. Right. The you used one. a picture of Jesus. That's our picture of Jesus. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but with that's that's. I I wonder at what point. So because I really, I love occult stuff and it's so interesting to me and especially like this season of american horror story like while 
the subject matter, like when he's literally just praying to Satan and calling him his father and all that, like right. it makes me uncomfortable at a very deep level, but oh, yeah. it's so interesting to watch. And this season too, just on a show base, like the lore they built up with the witches mm-hmm. and the warlocks, like it's just all super interesting. And I always wonder like, is this something I should be watching? Because you'll get the people on one camp that are like, it's just a TV show. It doesn't matter. Right. It's just fantasy. And then right. the other camp where it's like, maybe you should guard what you're taking in. Sure. Yeah, I go back and forth on that personally. Um, and even uh, even to the lesser obvious extents, like the musicians who use the symbolism and stuff like that, and they not just symbolism, like, speaking these things uh like panic at the disco is one of my favorite uh artists and uh he uses a lot of dark imagery in some of his stuff which really if you're not into that stuff you might it you might miss it look up the the video for uh la devotee it's uh literally a kid sitting in a chair strapped down and he's got these images of uh demons and the baphomet and uh, pentagrams and stuff flashing in front of his face and the kid's like screaming in pain and stuff and then at the end brendan puts on like a latex glove and starts walking toward the kid. What the hell does that mean? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, like it, it, that's, that's not his only one either. He's got a couple other ones like uh emperor's new clothes where he like transforms into like this gargoyle demon. And it, it's the song is I'm taking back the crown and taking back what's mine and all that stuff. And he's like the devil in, in hell. <laughs> it's like super bizarre stuff. Um, and it, there's, there's another one that, uh, I, this is all the same dude too. Uh, can't remember the name of the song, but uh, it's off his new album. But he's uh, portrayed by a puppet. Like he turns into a puppet, and it's like uh, I think the song's "Hey Look Ma, I Made It" or something like that. Um, he's saying, "Hey Look Ma, I Made It." And he's talking about his rise to fame and everything, and he's this puppet who's like snorting cocaine and getting like banged by hookers and all this stuff. And then at the end of the video, super creepy. Like he, he does all this stuff, and he sees himself. Uh, his real self in the mirror and he's like what the fuck are you doing and stuff like that to himself and then at the very end he's on the Jimmy Fallon show uh, and Jimmy Fallon's a puppet too <laughs> and then uh, he like uh, they they take the Brendan puppet and they just it's like his manager with like a big cigar or something this big fat dude takes the puppet and he just throws him over onto a pile of other puppets like just cast him aside now that he's well, done with them. Well that's a pretty decent I like, I like <laughs> what that's saying though. Oh yeah. That's that's but pretty good. I and I so my conspiracy well, side, my conspiracy antenna goes up, and I'm like, is this dude gonna commit suicide soon, or what's going uh, on? Oh yeah, yeah. Is he gonna get? Is he, yeah, is he gonna get the double tap suicide? Yep. Um, which is that's I don't like how easy it is to discredit people because there's so many true things of literally like people that quote committed suicide by two gunshots to the head and people are like well whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, whatever. back of the head with a shotgun <laughs> right right well and the thing with i think with like musicians and media the it's tricky to suss out because a cult and satanic stuff it 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 comes in waves of being in vogue and and hip and cool and i think we're on an upswing of just another time where like you know you got the kardashians wearing death metal shirts and it's just it's very much like um it's just to sell records i'm sure to to a degree yeah but it it does make you wonder if, if that's just if that's just a method 
Because if you do, I guess it, I guess it boils back down to if you believe that there is some sort of spiritual battle going on in the world, and if so, which I do, that to me seems like a very good plan of attack method to to normalize things right just to and i guess it could be some kind of indoctrination or whatever but and to make it seem innocuous and just like oh this is just i just like the aesthetic right yeah and we've had this is not like a new thing either we've had like all these musicians uh since like the beatles and bob dylan and stuff saying oh we sold our soul to the devil for this fame ha 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 it's like yeah. Mm, why? Why do you guys keep saying that? Right. <laughs> like, is that? Uh, are you? Is this a joke? Like you're making it sound, or or what? And of course, people are like, "Well, then why would they shove it in our faces if that's what's going on?" It's like, well, how do you how do you keep a really big secret? You just you hide it put it there. Side. The yeah. the same reason why you're asking this question. Like you think it's stupid because obviously it's not real because it's in plain sight. So. You're you're not even going to think about it. You're like, obviously, that's just a joke because they would say it on Jimmy Fallon or something. Right. So it's whatever. And it and it's soup when you look into how many high profile people are into like divination and how like and they'll freely admit that like they were involved in divination or channeling or whatever in right. being involved in producing some of like their great works or just being right. influenced by that. And it's like. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a little that's a little strange. And we've got all these artists like uh uh saying that they have this split personality, this other thing that comes into them to when they're like their bad self in a song or something like Nicki Minaj or Eminem or uh who are the others? I don't know. There's there's several several people who are like I've got this alter ego. Uh it's just a it's a normal thing that we just accept now that you know, they just channel something that makes them that that bad self in their song or whatever right which totally that's the the classic tortured artist thing where like the you know the best the the most tortured spirit produces the best art and stuff and you know it's the the we'll call it secular logical whatever explanation Mm -hmm. is just like yeah you know they've got depression or anxiety or they've just got they had they were you know they had these fucked up life experiences as a child and they're just channeling that into good art but but it does seem some people will and i mean i in my experience you know in my experience with heavy heavy drug use and addiction there are times when it's like when you fully like dive into that world like very strange very dark very weird sometimes fortuitous things start Mm -hmm. happening um of course, there's always like a bait and switch, and it turns horrible. But right. it, it does almost seem like a, just a completely weird, humanistic way, hedonistic, humanistic way of living, where it, it's just completely like opposite anything God, God, mm-hmm. right? And if you like take the Bible as like literal and infallible and all that. Uh, the devil was offering Jesus these worldly pleasures saying, I can give you all this. Like I am in control of this stuff. You know, I am basically and offering these things to try and tempt him to, uh, change his mind. Why, why would, if you believe that, then why would you think that it's not still happening with, uh, like even to the extent, I know it sounds crazy, but literal, like 
uh, I've talked to a guy. The episode just came out earlier today. I don't know when this is coming out, but episode that I released this morning, a guy talked about how he literally had to sign a pact with the devil and was uh, was promised these uh, these riches and women and drugs and all these uh, worldly things basically making him a god on earth amongst men and that type of thing so, so walk, if you don't mind yeah so walk me through that like how did he literally <laughs> do that like you know um and i'm not saying i 100 percent take but, his word as truth either I'm, sure not that i think he's a liar or anything i i just i wasn't there i haven't lived his life so i can't really speak for him right um but he got into freemasonry and then satanism and uh witchcraft and all that and supposedly even vampirism and uh signed a signed a contract in blood that said that he had to serve the devil and bring people to the devil for seven years and after that well he would have uh all this wealth and knowledge and everything for those seven years then after those seven years he would be taken to hell which is doesn't seem like a great deal but he was told that it was like this big party and it was it was like heaven was for the losers and the people who just didn't understand what fun was or whatever. So, hey man, yeah. Jesus knew how to party. Like, do we need to bring <laughs> up the wine thing again? Right, uh, right. <laughs> no, that did he say where was so wait, where was he at on his 7-year journey? Was this like 6 years and 364 days and he's like, "So, I mean, I'm just going to do the interview before tomorrow." <laughs> like no, uh, he's actually a Christian now. Okay, he, yeah, he's, so he he's come out of that. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a he, it's a real long story. And, yeah, well, then I'll point people. I'm I'll go listen to it actually. Cause sure. I hear that. Uh, so yeah, that that'll be on the new Systems Down episode. The, my whole thing this and this is it, going back to American Horror Story. Like the acolytes of Satan and the people are uh, trying to bring about the Antichrist and all that stuff. My whole thing, which I just don't understand. And I get, and I'll be speaking to people who actually are into this stuff because I don't want to take the media version of it. But sure. if you really like, how could you not think that Satan's just going to dick you over in the end? Like, why do you <laughs> think? I, I guess it has to be like you said that they think that God and heaven and all that is. I guess it's just a complete role reversal where they think yeah. that they will be rewarded in the end. Right, yeah, I mean, that's the, that has to be. There's all sorts of different thoughts, and that that's the thing where it's like, where do you get off the train? Where does this end? Like, there are people who are like, well, Jesus was a witch, and uh, uh, he had he was the head witch of this coven of twelve people, and they had their uh, their twelve disciples, and then uh, there was Mary Magdalene, who was the high priestess, and all this stuff. Like, there, there's people who go in all sorts of different. Uh, areas with this stuff and people who think that Jesus is the son of Satan and stuff. I don't know where we're getting this stuff, but somebody is coming up with it. And uh, it, it God's not as sexy as uh, as worldly stuff. You yeah. Know? So like God did not promise that you're going to be. He, there's no prosperity gospel. I'm sorry. Uh, he didn't promise <laughs> that you're going to be. <laughs> that you're going to be wealthy or uh, going to have a bunch of beautiful women. You're not even going to have a thousand virgins in the afterlife. So what are we doing with Christianity? Like, let's go go with the other guy. But yeah, uh, no, I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I guess it's just it's just delusional, and and that's why I do so. Especially, oh god, this is probably the most 
polarizing thing I'm going to say, but it's like I always – I bring just, it out of people. Yeah, well, especially <laughs> like we'll, we'll take – I will take Trump supporters as an example real quick. It's like how – or we can say um, just to make it even easier that people will understand, like Hitler supporters. It's like how do people – how did they really get into this stuff and like uh, – how when faced with like facts just arrive at just completely differing opinions and sure. I really believe in like supernatural spiritual influence like blinding people sure you know I mean because it's, it's just it oh I don't know otherwise it just I guess some people the pushback on that would just be people are just mindless sheep and all that but it's like I don't I don't know, man. I I don't really want to pretend that I'm any smarter or dumber right. than than the you know the Satanist person. is looking at the Christian and saying, how could you possibly right. believe that shit too? So well, and and that's the thing is, and even I guess this even furthers the point is that I totally believe that the Holy Spirit gives me a throws me a bone a lot of times when because it is like you know on paper it's ridiculous you know <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous but. Yeah. In I just know that I know that I know sometimes, you know, sure. at my best times, it's just like, yeah, absolutely. This is this is the truth. Um, right. And that's not of anything cognitive. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a bad argument, but I hear you. It is. It's, <laughs> yeah, I would love to say <laughs> it's a terrible argument. but Because uh, anybody I, could say that about anything. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I mean, that's that's where faith comes in. And I, I've struggled with what it like Bill Maher said in Religious. It's like, what is valuable about faith? Believing in something that you don't see, believing in something without evidence. Why is that noble? Why is that honorable? And it's like, I, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. It's like, a, yeah, which that that just goes into so many things. Um <laughs> I don't know. I do feel, and I wonder if every, I well, I imagine, especially back in like the satanic panic, um, but I feel like every generation feels like things are the worst they've been or that things are weird, but I, I definitely feel like there's just some very weird social, um, psychological changes going on that, that I just have no idea what the end of it is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, there there's like this crazy division uh that is unlike anything I've witnessed in our lifetime right now and it's bizarre. Like I'm not I'm not anti-Trump. I'm not anti uh whatever. Um I'm I'm anti stupid ideas uh no matter who's yeah. presenting them. Um there's a crazy division and my conspiracy brain says that it's not an accident that uh, that this is happening uh, because we – if there is if there are, is this shadow government and there are people pulling the strings that are trying to conquer uh, and brainwash the masses into believing um, that – I mean we basically look at the government as God. Even even Christians do. It's like, well, yeah. why, is, why is marijuana bad for you? Oh, because the government made it illegal. Well, what if it's not illegal? Then you have to decide for yourself. And yeah, does God do suddenly that. like it all of a sudden? Um, like any, anything that is – that we can blame on the government for our morality, we do. So, uh, I mean, we're just giving and giving and giving of this power to uh, a hierarchy. And if there's somebody up there 
uh, that we don't know of that's pulling the strings and calling the shots, then uh, what's the easiest way to do it than divide and conquer? And you look at sure. you look at our last couple presidents. I wasn't a, an Obama supporter. I wasn't a Bush supporter. Well, I guess I was a Bush supporter because I didn't know any better. But um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you have like these polar opposites that keep getting into the White House. Is it because uh, people are like, well, we tried that. Let's swing hard in the other direction. Or is it like, well, how do you shake people up? You, you put in this suave uh, black dude and, uh, you know, this huge change and blah, 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 and everything stayed the same or got worse, in my opinion. And then it's like, well, how do you shake him up even worse? Let's put in a brash white dude who everybody can call a white supremacist. It's like this this seems planned to me, but uh, yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> no, but it's I mean, and that's uh, I politics will bug me to no end just because it seems so out of our control and it seems but the prevailing idea is that it is in your control and it just i see no evidence that it is or that like because if it was in all of my friends very tightly held opinions like if their vote counted towards changing things, then then like why aren't things being changed? And I'm sure <laughs> exactly. that's a very simplified view, but still, it's like I, uh, I don't no, know. It's it true. It's like, like it's like it is. Am I and all the people that I talk to are we the minority? Like everybody that I've ever spoken to, are we the only ones who think this way? And then everybody else thinks something completely different, and that the change needs to be that like that we're we're doing great as a country. We need to mo- keep moving in the same direction. Like it. I, I agree with you 100%. I don't think that our vote matters all that much. No, no. And, and um, I, I do, I wonder, I feel like what's next, if history, uh, history is any gauge, I feel like we're approaching the top of the pendulum swing, and I feel like next is going to be back to a super moral fundamentalist christian thing which that's also being a christian what i absolutely hate and i feel like <laughs> it's almost the the one of the new great deceptions is like the the nationalism the uh prosperity gospel stuff this weird sect of not christians in my opinion but they're calling themselves christians and just giving mm-hmm. the worst name possible to christianity and it's like yeah. I, I i feel like that i don't know it's like if because i guess we're on the trend now of kind of testing out where our social morality is and it's kind of getting you know people don't really understand that once you erase the line then there is no line anymore like you right. can't you can't put that back in the box it's going to be pushed until i guess we will find out what we as a collective are like nope that's it that's enough we need to go back to something Mm -hmm. and that just scares me yeah yeah um i hate using the term slippery slope but we've got all the lube for the slope lately (laughs) and uh it's like like uh i mean not to get into like a big diatribe about you know people identifying as other things uh because that's a whole conversation of its own but there's a story that just came out where this guy is like suing to change his Drop age his from age. 68 to to 48. It's like, what? At what it, point can we just 
like say, okay, enough. We, like some things just are what they are, and we can play. We we can pretend like there's something else, but you can't really change that. If you chop off your arm and count the rings, you're still 69. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that how it works? Is that I think how they so. Yeah. Age? Okay, I've been wondering because. Uh... No, yep. yeah, and and it is like I do. I'm a big um, one of my favorite conspiracies is, or I guess it's a conspiracy. I don't know, or theories or whatever. Is that like, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, and I think we as a human species have like reached some sort of um, apex before, and then mm-hmm. got knocked back down, and we and we're just going to another. Like I don't think that we're any smarter than past humans. And I think it was just like a, a different sort of right. um, technology or well, we can't make pyramids now. So yeah, tell exactly. Me and so it's, it's like, I feel like we're just on the verge of something like that again, maybe, or, yeah. you know, some sort of tower of Babel 2.0. <laughs> right. I, 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 I tried to like put together some kind of theory that like the internet was the tower of Babel 2.0. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if it, if it, I don't know. Wait, though. Yeah, it could be. It's, I mean, I guess, all right, so the the internet has done good like this, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting to talk to you, who we've never met, but and now we're getting to communicate ideas. That's yeah. real cool. But I, I am <laughs> such a, I'm such a pessimist when it comes to people being able to handle things and good. It's like, how can you, like, look at, look at Facebook and tell me that, like, there's hope for the future. Like, we're <laughs> just not, we're not getting any better. Right. Right. Or if we are marginally, but like the st- the same issues are still there. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I mean, if somebody came out tomorrow and said, "Hey, the Facebook was set up as some sort of CIA test to see if you guys could handle this shit," I, I would not be in the least bit surprised. Right. <laughs> it's like suddenly we all have opinions about things we know jack shit about, and we're going to like disown other friends because of that, and like. It is the most divisive platform known to man. It is completely insane. Well, and uh, oh, go no, ahead. go ahead. No, you. No, no you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. And then the the whole the the Russian bot thing, which is just the weirdest, and how they even got into like the Last Jedi reviews and like yeah, it, it, it <laughs> that shit's weird. And how Russians were involved in, um, which I, I don't personally believe has really? that much merit yeah but even still it has divisive merit and uh the fact yeah. that it's going to be an argument whether or not it it played a part in our election or people liking or not liking freaking star wars like who cares but um yeah even with or without that it there's part of me that's like they're they're totally just fucking with us like I'm, i yeah. can't be the only not crazy person here Right. Well, it's it seems that way. It does seem that way sometimes. Or or it's made to seem like you're the only crazy person. Right. Here. Yeah. I've Which, said several times on my show, like every time, because we do, in addition to our Monday morning uh, pre-recorded interview show, my brother and I do a, a news segment called the Anti News. It's a live broadcast we do on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Shameless plug. Um, and I've said several times, like. I'm starting to believe in like simulation theory or something. Like this is the Matrix. There's no way that any of this is real. This, this is so stupid. And I'm just waiting for somebody to come out and be like, "Ah, oh, you, you've been punked." There's a camera over there and there well, and there. I think it's. I think it's. It's been so here. Hot take. So in 2012, 
the uh, the intern took over, and he's been running the simulation <laughs> theory since then. And he's just like, "This will be funny." Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's stupid Joe Blow, the intern, is like, "Let's see how far I can push them and still get them to believe that this is actually real." Right. I mean, it really <laughs> is getting. That's. I mean, it's. I mean, the the, and I'll be the first to admit that I enjoy and like really. I I was kind of like I mean let's vote in Trump just because I'm bored and let's see what'll happen and like I yeah. like a little chaos and that's just being bluntly on like I'm the type of yeah. guy that like you know storms are interesting uh, right um because, same yeah. same guy who likes to watch like dark twisted TV shows about Satanism it's like this right. is going to be entertaining because it's something that I don't understand let's see what happens I I will also admit that like. I may have underestimated the real world consequences of my <laughs> desire because, uh, yeah, hasn't been worth it so far. Um, but yeah, it's, I, once again, it's, it's, I don't know what, how, yeah, how, how can this go on? I mean, how can it continue? And I, and maybe, and you know, that's from sitting from a posh privilege, not involved in world war one to, right point of view you know this is middle of the day on a monday skyping across the country exactly talking about how shitty everything is (laughs) right right but it's still you know it still seems well and what's interesting too about we really are running all over the place but it's interesting about how um (laughs) which is fine um war and how that's been perceived is because like we we have been in a war for 17 years now and the the difference they talked about how it was after September 11th differing than any other war is they were not allowed to show dead bodies on the media anymore of dead soldiers right. and there was for the first time there was like this we just can't talk about it don't talk about it like they, you right. have to keep reverent about it and like we don't you know that's when I guess that kind because of, I've been trying to trace back when the outrage culture started or the offensive culture mm-hmm. could have been around then i guess because that was really when like um comedians got bombed for making september 11th jokes right. or the whole war criticism thing started but it's like we we are in this pretty awful war but nobody sees it nobody talks about it mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like you know sh- just you know that's yep. not happening, but it's still happening. Which is all you have crazy. to do to be a provocateur these days is be like, "Hey, look at that thing!" Everybody's like outraged immediately, and then the right. media is like, "Oh, everybody's outraged," and the media tells us that we're all outraged, so we become more outraged because we're like, "I guess everybody's outraged, and I'm supposed to be outraged," and so right. it just perpetuates this giant divide between everyone. Which, if like, well, like going back, if I was a shadow government, or if I did have some sort of agenda, like, what a weapon that is. To just, like literally, all you have to do is manufacture some sort of crisis. Because, and I'm right. sure you do the same. And obviously, it sounds like you have a whole show about it. But when when certain offensive news stories come out, I will try to look around at what else is going on at the same yep. time to see. And I don't even think that's conspiracy. I think that's right. just literally like tactic. And it's yeah. just look at what you know what's going on, like the sending troops so to we're the... all looking at this what are what should we be looking at what are they right. trying to hide <laughs> right. this they this yeah this amorphous <laughs> they 
Well, and that goes back to my thing. I, I think conspiracies would, would fall apart for me. Well, they wouldn't fall apart, but I would give them less credit if, um, if it was just humans trying to because it's like what 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 is what's why are you even trying to do all this what is your what's your motive what's the logic mm-hmm. um why is everyone like you have you seen uh the thin red line i don't believe so uh well there's a, a great speech in it um called like this great evil and it's just basically like a a soldiers reflecting on the the american soldiers are running through a japanese camp murdering everyone and he just kind of stops and looks around and a narration starts and he's like where did this evil come from like why are we doing this like what mm-hmm. is happening here and it it for me the uh the god and specifically christian explanation just it makes perfect sense right Right, and it's I've yet to find something that explains everything else that's going on. Right, yeah, and so it's like you hear bits and pieces of these conspiracies and stuff. You hear like, oh, uh, Beyonce's a, a Satanist witch, or this, like Jay Z is wearing a, a hoodie that says "Do what thou wilt," which is taken from Satanic Bible and all that stuff. It's like you you take bits and pieces of it, and you're like, that's stupid. Why would you believe that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, maybe she's a witch. Fine, just her. Whatever. And then you take other parts where it's like, oh, there's a shadow government. There's the Illuminati that's ruling the world and blah, blah, blah. These elites and everything. It's like, okay, well, that's stupid. Or maybe there's that little bit that makes sense. And then as they start coming together, it's like – it. And if you put the religious uh, aspect into it of Satan is trying to be in control of this world. Satan is, uh, you know, is giving people power – in exchange for uh, his allegiance and uh, the, you know, the scary one world government and new world order and all that stuff, like all of it together. It's like when you see it from like a thousand feet up as one big picture, it's like it, it, it could, could be true. <laughs> like it, it, could it makes true. sense. It, it makes really more does. sense than, uh, than we're supposed to believe. And uh, we got people like uh Alex Jones, who gives the whole thing a bad rap, in my opinion. Oh, God, dude, yes. Makes us all sound like we're psychopaths just for even thinking, you know, maybe 9-11 was an inside job or something to that effect. Uh, Like, you can't utter certain words without people just completely discrediting you. Or like you said, if somebody says lizard people or something, uh, then automatically you're insane. Um, Yeah. Not that I go to that extreme, but who knows? Who knows? Which, again, though, that's, that's like a brilliant tactic. Um, and it's like built in and just, and that's like the people that now think that the whole flat earth thing was literally just like a psyop to discredit conspiracy theory theorists. Yeah. And you've got camps of conspiracy people eating each other alive, just like denominations of churches and stuff eating each other alive. Cause it's like, well, you believe this exact same thing, but this one element's different. You shill, you're you working shill. your allegiance with the devil. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe they just don't know what you know, or maybe you just don't know what they know. <laughs> right. Right. And I wish maybe, maybe we'll, because uh, <laughs> aliens would be the, the whole other next thing. We'll have to do that. You'll have to come back on again. That sure. Was, that was good. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think we can wrap it up. That was a, a good, solid hour, and I, 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 I dare say we'll we'll keep going. Um, if you want. Well, <laughs> yeah. What do you think about aliens? 
we'll we'll talk aliens and then we'll finish this up um i love the idea um why do you and then that's interesting why do you love the idea uh as a child i was fascinated by the idea of maybe there's life on other planets and stuff like that um i think if if the earth is not flat (laughs) i know that's not a huge (laughs) if for most people that's a big leap all right (laughs) If the Earth is not flat and we are this tiny little speck in this vast vastness of uh, the universe, uh, like we're a speck on a speck on a speck in the middle of a whole lot of nothing. Like God made that and he's like, that's good. Let's let's like, why did he make the rest of it? What was the point of that? <laughs> like, well, is it a, is it a I thought I was original in this, but apparently it's a, it's a Mormon idea that like in the afterlife, that's when people get to like, you'll get your own planet. <laughs> apparently that is like a Mormon. belief. Yeah. But I, I always thought that would be a cool idea of of sounds lonely. Uh, <laughs> well, but then but I mean, think about it. if you could uh, if you could populate your own planet or just it would basically be and i guess you could you know you could if we're just like wishful thinking you could you right. know, whatever teleport or just travel like that that's when interstellar travel will be opened up or whatever but there <laughs> but there's good there's interesting stuff about and we're assuming that space is real we're going on that presumption the <laughs> the, the fine-tuning of the universe that if the one author used the example of like a wedding feast in ancient times and how like it was this massive, sometimes like a month long or weeks long celebration, um, whole towns for one specific couple, for one tiny event. And so the right. idea being that this whole universe, it, it, it also just illustrates God's favor and love for his creation. And, and there's like fine t- tuning of the planets. And if this, if Jupiter was one degree, whatever, it would throw off everything so that life could not exist on Earth. So that's interesting. I did, for some reason, and I don't know. People are always boggled by it. I don't know why. I just don't believe in aliens. I think that's, I don't either. I said either. I love it, but I, I don't. I, I yeah. love the idea of it. Um, yeah, I, I my could, own theory is much crazier. <laughs> oh well, let's. All right, I'll you. I'll tell you mine. You tell me yours. Sure. So I think that there will be. Uh, air quotes an alien encounter one day and that's gonna be like that we're being set up for the next I think that would be a good end game plan if I was a demon or Satan to yeah. set up worship of me but in the form of quote alien like hey this, this is me I created you God's not real worship me yeah uh, mine's not too much different than that except for uh, flat earth is in there um. okay <laughs> Now, I I mean, for those who haven't looked into it, I'm not going to get into it too deep because uh, I find it to be fascinating and people just get – they get so offended when you take their ball away. But um, <laughs> I, I love the theory. I'm not saying I 100 percent believe it, but uh, I like – I mean I've been pondering something very similar to what you're saying. Uh, like, well – you know, if there were these these Nephilim or whatever, there there were these giants, these uh these half angel, half man, whatever beings that were huge, uh, and it, I mean, there are people who say that they still exist today. Um, we've been, we've been uh, programmed to think that aliens are going to be this really exciting thing. Either either we're going to be attacked by them, and we're probably all going to die, 
or they're going to be like nice and friendly to us and whatever. Uh, I, I, it would not surprise me if, if, if God told me, Hey, you know, what's going to happen? Uh, there's these giants and they're going to wheel back at say they're aliens. They're going to present them in this glorious manner. I mean, we have the, this tech, the technology to do whatever we want, like to make anything seem like it is something that it's not like bring these guys back out and they will be worshiped as gods amongst men and uh everybody's gonna go for it because what choice do you have and if there's if there are people who are uh, working for dark forces and trying to control this the whole world and bring everyone together as uh as the one power controlling all these sheep it'd be super easy to uh super easy. to wheel these guys out and say hey one world government because we don't have a choice look at these guys <laughs> do you do you think that's my you thought would... on aliens yeah, we'll no, call him totally. <laughs> and yeah, well, well, and what's interesting is like um, going back to uh, Alan Parsons and the dude he started Jet Propulsion, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and how crazy involved with the occult he was, and mm-hmm. um, the sex magic with the CK rituals he did with Crowley, and so uh, and what's interesting is like when the whole ufo thing really took off right around that time was when crowley did one of his rituals and that's when he encountered the entity he called lamb l-a-m and he drew a picture of it and that's where we got the classic alien grays right he he drew the big head with the big eyes and so it's like yeah i'm very down with the that it, it could easily just be uh demons interdimensional yeah. beings or whatever just posing as quote aliens and really i guess is there much of a is that just semantics um yeah if you take the whatever flat earth and nephilim stuff out of that i mean that also i think is very much a possibility that uh the people being you know abducted by aliens or whatever it's like demonic possession or some sort of spiritual thing and uh when if they present themselves in physical form to everyone will still bow down and worship them uh, because this is magic that we've never seen before, and we don't understand it, and we're scared little humans that think that we have it all figured out, including if, myself. Right. So <laughs> if this, this is the million-dollar question, and uh, if literal aliens came down, or you know, whatever, literal aliens came down in a spaceship, said there is, you know, we've we've been monitoring you. There is no God. We. <laughs> uh, seeded your planet billions of years ago and we created you worship us what do you do um i'm i'm not for it at this point I'm in my not life for it. nope <laughs> nope i will i will be the heretic at that point and be like nope that's right it's like uh when we had our comfy little christian religion i was like skeptical on that and how and i've been saying this stuff the whole time why would i believe you now um uh, but yeah, on a less cynical note, I, I have thoughts of like if there is just – if it's not like some grand conspiracy, if it's not demons, if it's just like other beings on other planets that God created also, um, yeah, is there another Jesus on their planet? Is there a different Bible on their planet? Is there like a different religion that is true? Did God – did Jesus die for their sins? Did our Jesus die and then he sent his word up there? Like where, where, yeah, where does that I, end? And, and I would have no – yeah, because I think a lot of – I've heard some people ask that question, like, if aliens are proved real, what would that do to your idea of Christianity? And I'd be like, probably nothing, really. I would just assume that, 
yeah, he's like got it said, figured out with them. He, that's between him and yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's between them. <laughs> you know, we got we got uh, Earth Jesus. I'm sure Mars <laughs> Jesus was was vastly different. Um, yeah, or because I, I, I have no problem also with with there being forms of biological life in the like sure i don't yeah why not whatever right that's that's the other thing too is like it would be so i like the assumption that it would be anything close to what life is like on earth is silly to me too um and I, i think it just points to man's innate desire for there to be something more to worship something and it's right. I, I wish people would be more cognizant of that fact than just re- even in going and bringing it full circle to like celebrities and stuff it's like we absolutely love to worship stuff yeah and and where did that come from yeah like what evolutionary trait does that it, benefit does that have i mean i guess social whatever but you know what i'm saying yeah well it's like i mean it, it, it we live in uh, here in the United States. We live in a culture where, like, our biggest export is entertainment. That's what we're all about: is just mm-hmm. absorbing something that makes us it makes uh, receptors in our brain go, "Ooh, I like that." Like that is that is the extent of our value as a nation, which is, is completely laughable to me. But uh, you, you take away Hollywood, and what do we have? Corn. Uh, but <laughs> but it's like it's all just wanting to be special wanting to have this feeling of like something greater than yourself that's why we watch fantastical uh movies and uh we idolize these celebrities who are just humans who did something better than we can do and it's like wow this this, like we'll spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year just absorbing stuff from people who do something better than us it's like it's I, i don't know what it is other than you know escapism from our mundane lives because whatever we like to believe that we could be successful someday. And that is the definition of success. I I can't think of any other explanation. Yeah. I'm down with it. Well, I think we've covered some good stuff, my friends. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, give one last, um, plug to your shows, both of them and where that people can find them and all that good stuff. Sure. Our main show is the system is down. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher and all the, all the podcast platforms, or you can go to tsidpod.com and check that out. Uh, that is the interview show, typically. I mean, we have some fun fun little side tangents that we do with like groups and stuff like that, but it's typically where I interview interesting people who believe a lot of crazy shit, and it's a lot of fun. That comes out every Monday morning, and then every Monday night we do a live uh, broadcast, which is a call-in show. You can be a part of the show. You can chat in. You can do whatever, uh, where my brother and I cover the news in a... Uh, in an offensive, dark, twisted manner, and um, just let you guys know what's going on in the world. And you can find that by going to antinewslive.com, and that is every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, God's time, that is, sir. That's good, right. Good, good on you. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, thanks for coming on. I had a blast, man. We will have to do this again for sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it.
Why, 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 why